Hi, this is Mark Brady. I'm the pastor at Anchor Faith Church in Valdosta, Georgia. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. We believe it will bless you and minister to you. I get ready to receive a word from God. For the next few minutes, I want to just speak to you something that I believe the Lord brought back to me to speak to you. Ronald Reagan said this, the future doesn't belong to the lighthearted. It belongs to the brave. There's never been a time in my life that I can think that I have to set my gaze so on Jesus because he truly is the hope of what's coming. I spent 14 years in Northern Ireland in anti-terrorism. I know to look at me today, you would think to yourself, wow, that's hard to believe. But 14 years, I worked in different organizations within the police force in the advance of law and order. I was subjected to many things. I had to live under the threat of the bullet and the bomb day and daily. And when I married Karen, then she too became a target of the IRA, of the Irish Republican Army, who wanted to destroy my life, my family, and everything that existed for good within the six counties of the north of Ireland. Many people outside of Northern Ireland don't really understand what the politics were like, but it was horrible. You couldn't even go to a store without being searched. We lived in confinement in a way that the rest of the world would never have understood. Yet within that, we had freedom. We understood what it was like to live under threat and to understand what it was like to truly honor and respect life. When you're put under threat and under pressure, it gives you a new perspective regarding life. It makes you think about how life is truly important. You know, many people just take their freedom for granted until their freedom is about to be taken away. You see, today in the church world, we have an opportunity to either get with it or to be swamped by everything that is going on. We made a decision years ago that if the Bible says we can be the head and not the tail, that's exactly what we're going to be. If we can be above only and up beneath, that's exactly what we're going to do. And if we've received the Holy Spirit of God, then the Holy Spirit of God is more than my feel-good factor. He is my guide. He is the one who leads me. He's the one who instructs me. And the Bible says he's the one who shows me things to come. In other words, I don't have to listen to Fox News, CNN. I have the Holy Spirit living in the inside of me. The Holy Spirit is not Tucker Carlson. Can I have a big amen? That was a very quiet amen. I think I'm in Tucker Carlson country, but let me tell you something. That the Holy Spirit knows more than Tucker Carlson. I'm going to say it one more time. The Holy Spirit knows more than Tucker Carlson. Somebody said there recently that he is the number one conservative right now. Now, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you haven't met conservative until you've met the Father. And the Father, by the power of the Spirit, comes to aid the church in what is right in the advances of what needs to take place in the world today. We are not here just simply just to accept the beating of the world. We are here to do something about what's happening in the world. Thessalonians tells us we 
a restraining order. Everybody say restraining order. Coming out of the police force, I understand restraining orders. People that were having negative uh, domestic situations, we would have to bring restraining orders to those different things. We are domestically here in the United States of America, as the church, a restraining order. In other words, the enemy cannot do what the enemy wants to do because you and I are here. That's why you cannot cruise. That's why you've been given the Holy Spirit of God so that you would be empowered to be what God is in this life. The Holy Spirit is more than someone that will just show up to give us a good service. The Holy Spirit is with us every single day of our lives. If you believe that, shout a big amen. He was with you when you got up today. He was with you when you went to bed last night. And He's with you right now. And He will minister to you. That's why the Spirit of God was given to us by Jesus. So that we could have the power to live out these days on the earth. You know, so much has been debated over the years about praying in tongues. But now, aren't you glad you can? Because there's not enough words in English to speak about what's going on. Tongues gives us the ability to speak beyond our understanding. Now, I don't hear so much of the debate of tongues. Now, I hear the celebration of tongues. I want you to go in your Bible to 2 Samuel 23, verses 10 to 12. Yeah, the worship team, don't sit down, please. Thank you so much. Second Samuel 23, verses 10. But Eliezer stood his ground and struck down the Philistines till his hand grew tired and froze to the sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. Next to him was Shammah, son of Agi the Harite, when the Philistines banded together at a place where there was a field full of lentils. Israel's troops fled from them, but Shammah took a stand in the middle of the field. He defended it and struck the Philistines down, and the Lord brought about a great victory. I declare in this place today that God is moving so powerfully in and through your lives that you are going to have victory after victory after victory after victory. I declare today that by the Spirit of God, you are a conqueror in this battle. You will not be a casualty. Can I have a big amen? God brings people together for such a time as this. Why? Because we are Holy Spirit combinations. God spoke to me one day about, you know, about things that needed to be accomplished. He said, you cannot do that on your own. It can only be done through a combination of people. You take the bank vault. The bank vault door cannot open unless it is a consecutive number that is applied or administered to open that lock. It locks it and unlocks it. For instance, you could say your pastor is a number. I am a number. When we step up, be a number. Chris could be a number. But when we get together, we can open something that would not open before we ever got together. Amen. In other words, there are combinations that God wants to work through. You as a church become a combination to lock and unlock things and do things. Amen. In this region and in this part of the United States of America. You may not even think, you know, you're even worth anything. You may not even think, well, I'm not really the best Christian. It's not about what you think you are. It's about what God has created you to be. 
too much is locked up between our ears, ladies and gentlemen. We judge what God can do by our walk with the Lord. God can do so much more with you if you would just allow him to do it. We think if I'll pray every day, if I'll just spend five hours with God every day, then God can use me more than what he can use someone else. That is not true. The more time you spend with God, the more sensitive you will become to the things of God. But God can use anyone. God can actually speak through dunks. Can I have a big amen? So when you think that I have to do this and I have to do that, you're getting into works mentality. God can show up and do anything that he needs to do through anyone will just allow him to do it. We cannot grade our lives in God by our works, ladies and gentlemen. God created us, He made us, and God wants to use each and every one of us. Our time with God and the multitude of moments that we have with God creates the, sense, uh, the sensitivities of God, creates that knowing and that confidence within God. Amen. With God and us in our relationship, it brings the presence of the Lord. But do not misunderstand what I'm saying today. God will use you in spite of you. God has a word within your heart that needs to come forth, and God can touch you at any time to bring that, whether you have devotions this morning or not. We see so much in God by our works, our works towards heaven. This is not about us towards heaven. It's about what heaven did towards us. And this is what's going to free people up because people feel like they cannot be godly or they cannot be spiritual or they cannot be this because they haven't prayed, they haven't read their, their Bibles, they haven't... Listen, you were created in the image of God. God saved you, delivered you, healed you. Amen. You then made the decisions to be baptized in water and then Jesus baptized you with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You did nothing about your salvation. Amen. Jesus did it all. Amen. All you have to do then is just follow what the Bible says for you to do. Amen. And God can do the rest. It is our privilege to pray. It is our privilege to spend time with God. But if you're thinking all of that will make you powerful, you are mistaken. It is God that makes us powerful. That was for someone this morning. You see, the difference between the Christian and the Jew is this. The Jew knows his birthright. You see, a lot of people that God used in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, they weren't standing day after day after day after day on their faces before God. God just needed someone to do something. He needed a man or a woman that he could work through. We in the church world today, we think, the more time I will spend with God, the more God will be able to do. But yet the Jew, all the people through the Old Testament, right into the New Testament, they knew. They had a revelation. They had a knowing that God will do what he needs to do. When God showed up to Gideon, Gideon wasn't lying on his face. Gideon was pressing out grapes in the wine press, but God wanted to use him. It wasn't the amount of prayer that got God's attention so that God would use Gideon. God wanted to use him. Today in the church world, we think, the more time I will spend with God, the more he will use me. But God has shown time and time again in the Bible that he just wants to use people. I want you to lift your hand and say, God can use me. Because we look around the church and we think, He's spiritual, she's spiritual, they are spiritual. But yet at the end of the day, it's not about those ones being spiritual. It's about God wanting to use you. 
each and every one of you. If you make this works-oriented, ladies and gentlemen, then you will lose the big picture. God simply wants to use someone, amen, and I believe that He wants to use you. Lift your hand again and say it, use me, God. I love this stuff. I got a revelation of this years ago, and it took the work out with the trash. Now I can spend time with God and enjoy God and enjoy His presence. Not trying to just spend time with God so God can use me, but now to spend time with God because He is Almighty God. There's no motive. It's just time spent with God. Winston Churchill said this, Sure, I am this day, we are masters of our fate that the task which has been set before us is not above our strength, that its pangs and toils are not beyond our endurance, as long as we have faith in our own cause and an unconquerable will to win, victory will not be denied us. I'm going to say the last part of that again. As long as we have faith in our own cause and an unconquerable will to win, victory will not be denied us. This is not, and I hear this by the Spirit of the Lord, and this was not part of what, what I wanted to say today, but I am speaking to someone in this room. Works are not going to take you to where you think you should be. God has already mapped out your destiny. God has already prepared, according to Ephesians 2 verse 10, God has already prepared your life, prearranged it ahead of time, and it is a good life. The more time you spend with him is not trying to get him to use you. It is just simply becoming sensitive in the ways that he possibly will use you. But when God showed up to Gideon, when God showed up to this, and when God showed up to that, listen, Paul was a studier of the word. And you in this room may be a studier of the Word, and maybe you don't like maybe just too much the things of the Spirit and think it's just a little bit too much sensationalism and all those different things, but you know what? Jesus knocked him off his horse. And then what? Paul became something that he was never. See, no matter what you think you are right now, one touch from God can change your life. I hope this is okay, Pastor, because I believe this is the Spirit. We think that this church, you know, the more we do, the more it's going to change this community. But this church is destined to not only change this community, but to affect this region. It is in the, the destiny, the DNA of God for this church to rise. Can I have a big man? It's not you trying to make it rise. It's not you just thinking, well, if we do this for this one, and if we do this for this one, and if we can just get worship to a place, and if we can just get our prayer to a place, and if we can just do this. No, we actually are working with what God wanted to happen. It is our agreement. Everybody say agreement. I'm trying not to preach, but I'm telling you, I'm getting the preach on me. It is our agreement to what God has already planned. We're not trying to make this happen. We're not trying to make anchor faith the in place when it already is in the heart of God, the place. Lift your hand and say, I have the victory. Come on, no matter how you feel right now, shut it out. I have the victory said, I have the victory, physically, 
emotionally, relationally, financially, in the name of Jesus. You're looking at, you know, you're looking at what? Well, I don't know what the future holds. Praise God. Because if you did, you may be overwhelmed. Do you know that one act from God today can change your world forever? Not because of what you did, but because of what he has planned. He is the God brings people together, combinations and intersections and interceptions. God knows how to make this thing work. All we have to do is to agree. Lift your hand and say, I agree. How many people believe you have more victories in your future than you have, come on, defeats in your past? Shut it out. I have the victory. Today is my victorious moment right now. Judges 7, 13 to 15, and 20 to 21. I'm just giving you some scriptures so that you, you'll be able to tell people he actually read the Bible. Oh my goodness, he's beginning to speak in tongues from the pulpit. We're going to start hearing our politicians speak in tongues from the How many people believe that? You're going to hear them, and the next thing they're going to switch into tongues. And then the next thing they will speak the word of the Lord. You're going to see this. It's going to be a sign and a wonder to the unbeliever. And that's what Scripture says. This is not going to be held to the pulpit, to the ministers. You're going to be walking and talking with friends. And the next thing, you will go into tongues and come straight back into English with the word of the Lord. You will begin to see these things happen, ladies and gentlemen. Do not deny the power and the unction of God, for he is about to move in the way that he has desired to move in a very long way. Do not look to the things that are trying to suggest to you that America is falling apart. God is at work. Lift your hand and declare, God is at work. God has not forgot the prayers of generations. God has not forgot the, the prayers of the forefathers. God did not start this country in the way that it was started so it could end in a heap of ashes. God has the best to come. If you believe that, shut a big amen. That's why we have to stand. That's why we have to agree. Because it's not us trying to make America better. God has a plan for America. And that's the thing. They said, well, if everybody would just, you know, what, what? No, no, listen. God has a plan for America. I'm going to say it again. God has a plan for America. And all we have to do is agree with that plan. Amen. Come on. Let the Rostamaya. You rise up. You be that voice. You be the one that's able to declare and decree a thing, establish some things. Allow the Spirit to move. Don't be afraid. There is nothing to fear with God for us. Who can be against us? The Spirit is moving on you mightily. You say, well, I just, you know, I, I'm not really doing anything right now. Again, I'm saying to you is don't get into your works. Get into what He has done. He then will show you what to do. And then your works will just not be you spinning or punching in the air. Your works will take traction. And I sense this in the place, Pastor, that what you're doing right now is taking traction. There's a grip that has come in what it is 
that you have agreed with in God. And you have traction now. It's like the grooves have connected. And there is true traction now. And that in itself, as the power is applied, will take us in the direction of the destiny that God saw. And you won't be denied. Of the wheels of years ago are not this day of the Spirit's flow. You will see. Things happen more effortlessly than you've ever done before. Ankotasa, Bandakafanaya Sai, Ola Papalanzolo to Frapadaskanaina Otai, Nambitator Manasto to Framanai, Manastoi. Your eyes are about to open to what God truly has in store. Things are about to blow left and right. And it's beyond you. Oh, Batakasana. But it was in your foresight. But no, no. That you'll think in these days, this is easier than what I could have ever believed. But it's the Spirit's flow. It's the Spirit's flow bringing you peace and ease. I speak over Pastor Mark right now. Stretch your hands towards him, guys. You have the heart of a lion. And yet, you have the heart of a lamb. You'll know when to roar and leap with the charge. You'll know how to bring rest and peace to the Lamb. That your steps are sound and rooted in God. And it's His voice that you were hearing in your heart that is strong from above. Your agreement is much more important now than your works or philosophy. Traction is taken. Sanakafanasto, aprapadaski, Because of your agreement, things are clicking into place that will help you effortlessly run your No. God is already waiting where you are to go. And you will get there as you facilitate the Spirit's flow. Hallelujah. Get your hands over. Masatu vankalesi. Mashilivenzolo to Framana to Vaya. Vanzin de Kufrana Atalavan. Mestoji petas domanai tomorastiai. Menestoi astiesi. 
alla tabanklo forte besce fai. Bene stola pa prapadasco monzola tu ministri. Do not think that you are just part of another church. God has brought you to a place, a place of influence, a place that will be instrumental operations of what God needs to do in these end times. Do not judge this as an ordinary place of worship, but take your place in the spirit of worship and bring which is extraordinary to the table, to this place. I take authority this morning over the box of man that would try to foil the Spirit's plan and loose this church into the fullness of God's plan that never again will be hijacked by man. There's power that is available to each and every one of us. Can't you sense in this place what God wants to do? It's potent. Your children shall rise and thank you for making the decisions to bring them to this place. For this place, shall give them what they need so that they can withstand the barrage of what's coming in the school and in other places. Church will no longer be a place that we can just choose to go. Whenever it suits, I can go. But it will become a place of compulsion, a place where I must be and faithfully bring all of those that are my family. God is making a church a place of safety and refuge and sanctuary. And you will see the strength of a strong tower become more and more evident in your lives. And it will not be a place just to sing a song and receive a sermon. It will be a place, a place of wisdom, of power, of knowledge, of revelation, a place of peace, a place of fellowship, a place where we together become stronger than what we've ever been before. The true power of koinonia, sopatasana, shall come into effect, and you will see why we cannot stay apart. We must be together. Pray with me all over this room right now. His presence is so strong in this place. And you may think that I'm a little different in how I minister, but I, I move and work until I sense what the Spirit is doing and what the Spirit needs done. Because I hear it in this room again. You cannot cruise any longer. For there's a fight that needs to be won. It's now 
not recovering from COVID days. We, the church, are in the glory days. We're not recovering from a pandemic. We are the church that has power to release God's plan and to see that people's focus and gaze comes back where it's supposed to be on the Lord above, the King of eternity. I speak into this place today. And if all one would say, why is he speaking so much in tongues? I was expecting a great message. This is the message of the hour for this church as you move further into God's power. One will say, I don't know about that tongue. Well, for those who speak Spanish, that's another tongue to me. For those who speak Portuguese, that's another tongue for me. How many people in this room believe that you're born again from above? Let me see your hand. So how many people know that above has a language? It's a heavenly language. It's not weird to speak in tongues. Portuguese. It's not weird to speak in tongues, Spanish. So why should it be weird for me to speak in my heavenly language? I said, why would it be weird for me to speak in my heavenly language? We, in actual fact, are in the church today, are we not? How many believers do we have in this room? Look at this. All filled with the Spirit of God so that we can speak in our heavenly language and edify and bring praise and thanksgiving to God. So powerful, ladies and gentlemen. What I sense in this room, get ready. Get ready for a breakout in the Koframas in what God has planned for a very long time. The agreement of what Atomastaya, what needed to take place, has and I saw it in the spirit. Things clicking into place in Trandapadisti, in Amaniah. So lift your hands and begin to give God praise right now. Come on, how do we give Him praise? Audibly. Lift your voices. Praise Him right now. Praise Him that you're in a place that believes. Praise Him that you're in a place, amen, that believes that God's power is greater than the enemy's. But I praise Him that you're in a place that, that you believe that God can heal more than what Satan can make people sick. You're in a place that God can keep people alive more than what Satan can kill them. You're in a place, a framanastai, a propodoskenesi, and ombalato framanaya, and donjdemanaya, still a propodoskemina. Romans 8:37 says, You are a manatovramaya, are more than a conqueror, and you gain a surpassing victory through him who loved you. Shut it out, I am more than a conqueror. Come on, this side, shut it out. I am more than a conqueror. The Passion Translation says, Yet even 
in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them, for God has made us to be more than conquerors, ladies and gentlemen, more. Demonstrated love is our glorious victory of everything. I declare it in this place that God is on the move and you are moving with Him. This may be a simple little message to you this morning, but in the Spirit it is powerful because there is a mobilization and an activation that has taken place. Church can no longer just meet and greet. We have to become what we are. If you believe that, shout a big amen. Come on, guys. You can't. Your children and your grandchildren are waiting on you. You cannot hand down a powerless inheritance. Forgive me, Pastor, if this is way beyond, you know, but I just sense this by the Spirit, and I would be negate my responsibility to the Spirit if I didn't say this. You cannot hand a powerless inheritance to your children. You have to tell, well, bless the Lord, you know, my mom and daddy, we were Christians, and I'm a Christian, and, and uh, you know, bless the Lord, my children will be Christians. Listen, Christians don't cut it. This may be a Christian nation, but it's falling apart and wanting to go to hell. We have to rise as Christians and make this a powerful nation. Make this a nation that is full of God and full of the Spirit of God. Can I have a big amen? Come on, there are many Christian nations, but I tell you, they are falling apart. The Christians in the nations have to rise. You have to rise. We maybe be a couple of hundred people this morning, but what can be accomplished by a couple of hundred people? We can shake our fist at the television. We can shake our fist, you know, who's in the White House, all these different things. But let me tell you something. We have the power of God living in the inside of us. You have the power to change how it is. If you believe it, shout a big amen. You have the power to change. The greatest revelation that's come into the church is that the Holy Ghost is more than someone that can give us a camp meeting. The Holy Ghost is about to show up, and you're going to be shocked. It's going to touch you in such a way because you agreed that you weren't going to allow your future to cruise any longer. That you're going to lay hold of the good plan of God. Shut it out. I lay hold of the good plan of God. I take it right now in the name of Jesus. Shut it out. My future is better than my past. Take the hand of the person right now beside you. Begin to pray in the spirit. I'm about done this morning. I can't wait until tonight. We're going to go places. We're going to work with God. We're going to do something. We're going to see something happen. Come on. I believe it with all my heart. God's not raising this place up. Ten years and establishing. He's not blowing out the walls in this church so that you can just be another big church. There's power that is available, ladies and gentlemen. His heart is to see this church rise as influence in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray. Let me hear you pray. Let me hear the, per the person beside you pray. Worship team, please come back.
Say this with me. I believe the truth of God more than I believe the lies of the enemy. How many people believe that was a good confession right there? Why am I working like this this morning? This was a little different to how I thought it was going to go down. But I know that the Spirit of God is reaching for people. You know, Pastor was very gracious to do three services. But in three services, no matter where I do them, I always see a death, burial, and a resurrection. Not only do we get challenged, we get exhorted, we get built up, but we also see things that have been hindering us removed. Things that you don't even know that were hindering you, they just seem to creep away. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, that we're coming into the greatest days of deliverance in the church world than what we have ever, I said the church world, than what we have ever seen before. You say, well, Christians, they don't need delivered. There are things that are oppressing believers that they need to get rid of. And you're going to see things leave your life that you didn't even know were actually demonically hindering you. I'm not talking about demon possession. But there are things that are being demonized. There are things that are being oppressed by demonic spirits, heaviness, things that are holding you captive. I can't do any more this morning than what I've done. But I believe the Spirit of God spoke that if you will give yourself to these three services, I believe with all my heart, even if you just sit in them, even if you don't understand and just sit in them, something will happen to you from the inside out. There's a scripture that I've really loved this week, and it was this. And it's uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 1. You don't need to go there. It's just... In verse 13, it says, Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me. These are the days where we have to hold fast sound words. Words of truth, not fanciful theories, not, not what we think should happen, but sound words, sound words that you've heard from pastor, words that you've heard from scripture. Hold fast. I turned off my television set. I don't know. But just a little bit into COVID, the whole political thing, I turned it off. I said, I can't listen to it anymore. Why? Because it was interfering with my better judgment. It was playing to my flesh. Things that I wanted to happen, things that I didn't like, I was getting irritated, I was getting frustrated. And I knew better because the Lord told me in May 2015, don't come off the wall. He spoke to me in Nehemiah 6. When Nehemiah was trying to be baited by Sanballat and Tobias, to come into the land of Ono to stop the work. They wanted Nehemiah to stop the work. But Nehemiah said, I cannot come to you because I am doing a great work. And the Lord correlated it to me as Nehemiah was on the wall. He said, Ephesians 1, Ephesians 2, Paul, I have given the church the seat of authority and they cannot come off the seat. No matter what comes, they must retain on the seat and stay in their place of authority. And the Lord spoke to me and said, the people are going to be, try to be baited emotionally. All of this was in 2000 and 
2015, we had no idea what was about to follow. For all these years, we had no idea what was about, but people, the enemy would try to bait people to try and get them into a land where they would scratch their heads and say, oh no. If you read that in Nehemiah 6, Zambalat and Tobias tried to get Nehemiah to come to the plain of Ono. How many people in this room have ever had a moment where you just said, oh no? Well, that's exactly what Satan wants for today. He wants us to get so frustrated, so bowed down, so under the pressure of this present sway that's going on. But I made a decision, amen, when everything was going on 2015, I already had censored a lot out of my life, but then when everything kind of went the way it went last year, I turned it off. And I tell you, it's been one of the greatest years of just listening in God. The decisions that I've had to make, different things that I had to do, I was able to do it without the contributions of these people that want to just tell us on TV what they think is happening. There is one that will tell you what is happening, ladies and gentlemen won't need the contribution he will tell you what it is that is happening if you will draw alongside him hear what was said this morning there was a lot said in a very short space of time your future is secure it is a powerful destiny all you're working to try and get something good to happen amen it's not going to just any more than what God has already planned for your life the simplicity of agreement is what we're doing right now. Say that with me, the simplicity of agreement. Don't look over here to see that she's spiritual and he's spiritual. Know that you are also spiritual and that God can use anybody. Many people believe that today. Come on, lift your hands. God can use even me. Come on, do you believe that today? I believe it with all my heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare over this church eyes to see and ears to hear. I declare over this place, Father God, hearts that are on fire for Jesus. I declare over this place that this place, Father God, will erupt in your goodness, in your mercy, in your power, in your demonstration, in your influence, and in your authority. Today, Father God, we declare that we will never be the same again because of your word and because of, Father God, your spirit moving in our lives. And if you believe that, you will believe it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. We trust you received a word from God. If you enjoyed this teaching, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes. By subscribing, you'll be sure to receive a new message every week as soon as they are made available. And if you'd like to learn more about Anchor Faith Church, you can stop by our website at anchorfaithbaldosta.com. There you'll find our locations and service times, ministries that are available for you and your family. You can even give financially in support of the ministry. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Anchor Faith Church podcast.